So, hello everyone, and uh, good evening, even if you're listening this during daytime, it's the morning, let's say that it's the evening, and that you had a great day, and if you had a bad day, it's okay, you've made it through the day, and you know, for whatever reason, at least you're alive, you were alive, you showed up trying to be better, and you know, I celebrate you. I hope you celebrate yourself, you know, and as long it's just the both of us celebrating your life is the most important, you know, actually the most important is just you, you know, you have to celebrate your life, but at least I'll always be celebrating yours, so at least you have that. Um, and of course, everyone who wants to chime in to celebrate your life is also most welcome, but you're the most important person. And if you had a great day, and if it's actually evening for you, and you actually understand what I'm saying, it's amazing, and you know, I'm so proud of you. And if you had a bad day, I'm proud of you anyway. Um, so, it's my first episode, let's say, and I wanted to do it on why you should meditate, and why you should calm your mind. Because now I've been meditating, I've started meditating really intensely and really actively since um, the first lockdown in France. So in March, around mid-March, I really started doing the work, really starting meditating, really starting, you know, taking, I mean, I've always taken the time to introspect, but meditating is like something else, let's say. And that's why I want to do that, to try and just give you my point of view on meditation tell you why it can be great for you to try i really acknowledge that there are a tons of type of med like meditation you know meditation is just reflecting calming your mind and it can be a lot of things some people they're just playing their favorite sport and they might be meditating or some people it's by playing music some people they just want to you know they you can only just write also you know writing in your journal can be a form of meditation and i fully agree with that and i think we should have those moments that we have for ourselves where we feel totally comfortable but i think also there is this kind of practice this contemplative practice where you're just going to calm your mind you don't, you're not going to you know um, use this part of your brain that is for doing music that is for writing that is for doing sport there's this part of your brain that you know you're, you're actually gonna like turn off every part of your brain and you know some pretty amazing stuff can happen and so i want to dedicate this episode to explaining what i like why i have been doing meditation what i see the benefits i see in doing meditation and just yeah maybe if it can inspire you to start meditating or whatever you know <laughs> if it can help you just understand maybe where you are in your life and if you feel like you should start actually meditating or not you know it i feel like it might help you in some types of way uh so i feel like i should go back to my childhood to start uh because I think I've, I was born and <laughs> I was young, I was very little and I was always attuned to something bigger, I think, when I was very little, you know, I've, there's some stories about past lives, 
which is not that crazy, but it's something, you know, I'll mention not in this episode, you know, I, I'll keep content. I have to keep content, but there is some stuff like that. And also, you know, I was always asking questions. Like I was always asking myself, I remember asking my mom, mom, you know, do, do you think that when I like, you know, people are alive when I look at them, but you know, if I, you know, it's, it's like, I felt like I was kind of the center of the universe but it was not like you know I, I'm full of myself it was more like you know do I, am I the only conscious being and this is all around me just a kind of game and you know what, what even what I see on the news is it really here just to show me something you know I, I you know I had those kind of questions you know I, I was always asking myself some stuff and you know uh, then I kind of think lost this aspect of myself, this really reflecting aspect on myself, reflecting on life, reflecting on myself. I really lost that, I think, because uh, people around me were very fact-based, very life-driven, and um, I am gay, and I'm, you know, I, I don't think I should make a whole episode on that, you know, my uh, interesting to know here because I felt like to fit in, I had to kind of mimic people around me, and so I had to blend in, and I kind of shut down that part of myself just to become way more real, way more, um, I mean, real, in, you know, just thinking like other people were thinking like. You know, life is just hard uh, and uh, you have to work hard if you want to have a great life and uh, you know th there's no thing like um, you know destiny or something I mean I still don't believe in like a destiny but you know if something crazy would happen I would, I would just like I would just be like it's coincidence and you know that's it I was very like harsh I became much harsher in my point of views uh, because I wanted to blend in, I wanted my family to love me, I wanted friends to like me, so I kind of shut off. And also I think it's because of what I was hearing, you know, I, I never was bullied or anything, uh, because I think I tried to blend in. Uh, so maybe I looked more normal, normal, like, you know, not feminine or not, uh, <laughs> even though I think I still fully did not blend in. But, you know, I tried, you know, uh, but it, I was hearing like my uncles uh, my parents say some stupid stuff about homosexuals homosexuality and i was four or five so very early on i started thinking like okay you know if i want to have a peaceful life i'm gonna have to shut up and leave as they want you know this is how i started to be uh, molded and be brainwashed in a way into thinking this uh, but then uh, second year of business school I was I was 18 January 18 I was 18 was I 18 no I just turned 19 I just turned 19 uh, so it was 2017 because I'm in 2018 wait no it was 2018 January 2018 I kind of had this revealing moment of truth and it's thanks to oprah actually because she had made a speech at the golden globes talking about women because i think it was during the whole me too movement 
and you know of course i support the movement but i was very impacted by the speech just because i loved the way oprah talked my english sometimes um but i just loved the way she was talking through this speech through this speech and um i had a class named speech and debate during my first semester so i was really like trying to to um improve the way i was speaking and so i was like oh my god like oprah is such a great orator orator you know a great lecture and so you know i want to i want to take an example on her and so i just you know i knew about the oprah show but i never really watched it i think in france a few people watched the oprah show um but uh you know i really got interested into oprah and so i looked online i watched videos of her and i kind of started uh you know seeing those videos uh of oprah talking about personal development and spirituality and i felt connected immediately to that message and uh, i saw on youtube that she had a podcast called oprah super soul sunday and i immediately went on spotify and listened to an episode of oprah super soul sunday and i remember it was a rainy afternoon and i was going to walk with my dad and i was listening to her um podcast uh in the car and she invited a guy that wrote um the book chicken soul chicken soup for the soul and she was talking about and he was did i say she <laughs> and he was talking about uh how in life you know there's just events and what makes uh the reality behind an event or what makes uh an event be wrong or be great is your perception there is an event there is a perception and according to your perception there will be this another reaction and you know he was kind of saying you know and he was saying other stuff but this is what i really remembered it was you know depending on the, your perception of the event things might play differently and just he hearing him say this kind of stuff just woke up a part of myself woke up like this thing of you know maybe this is all about how you look at things maybe this is all about how you look at life and so i kind of went back into or i started going back into this old part of myself which is very old and very far away because it was when i was so little and i was so spiritual at the time when i was very very young when i was a child and so i started going back there little by little i was just listening to her podcast but it was so fast because there were so many people that she invited uh, so it was a great tool uh, for me to learn for me to really get back on track i would say and you know it just added to my color my palette color my color palette it added to my color palette yeah that's how you say it i think um because i still kind of kept and i'm still like that where you know i want to work hard i want you know i have this thing where you know, if you want that you have to go for it you have to go after it but i just added some more of what i was before you know i gained back how i was feeling and so you know there was this big moment where she was talking to a woman and uh the woman was a monk uh and she had like a pretty crazy life story and she then they talked about the who i am meditation and the who i am meditation i think it's monk in the himalayas or you know in many part of the world i'm sure um, they sit in silence and they repeat the word who i am who am i who am i and they repeat those words who am i 
and it is supposed to put you into kind of a trance state and uh, dissociate yourself or like dissociate your soul from yourself I would say that's how I interpret it and why do I interpret it this way it's because I actually experienced that when I was five years old I remembered it I mean I always knew that I was doing that but it's just hearing um, and like hearing that it was an actual meditation and I was doing that when I was five it was crazy I remember when I was uh, I was very upset because I was hearing some really bad stuff about homosexuality you know you know I, I always knew what's up uh, I always knew who I was or what I was when I was very young um, and I was just so you know I, I remember trying on my mom my mom's uh, heels just you know kids do that I'm sure even straight straight guys a straight child do it you know just you know just see women with um, with uh, heels and you're like yeah let's try it it must be fun and I remember my dad seeing me you know wear those heels and he was kind of very upset <laughs> and you know there was all these little things that made me feel some type of way because I had still a pretty nice and happy childhood and so when those things came you know I was a child that did not understand why I was feeling this way why I was feeling so horrible and why they were saying those horrible things so I remember going up in my bathroom when I needed it and I would close the door and I would close my eyes and I would say in French qui je suis qui je suis qui je suis who am I who am I who am I and at that time I was so young I would arrive to this state where that they talk about in this meditation where you know I would arrive to the, like there so quickly like in one minute um, and I would arrive there and it was basically I would see Ryan that's me I would see not like physically see I would just feel I would feel Ryan in some part of the room let's say even though it was all in myself but I would feel Ryan I would feel Ryan's body I would feel Ryan's personality what Ryan had done yesterday I would feel it in some part of the body um, and I and I say I it's like an awareness it was like some kind of soul consciousness I would be looking at it I would be looking at Ryan I would be looking at Ryan's body what Ryan was thinking I would go there so quickly and it helped me so much because I realized that at the time the way Ryan's was feeling and kind of suffering it was relative it was um, you know I don't know if I can say relative in English here but you know it just allowed me to dissociate with those feelings and remember okay this is who I actually am I am actually am this awareness and it's okay you know I, I will go back to this body knowing that it's just an experience and I'm not trapped in there because I always have this kind of awareness inside me I could not put those words there yet when I was a child but I just felt so much better I just loved going into this kind of present awareness it just made me flee from the day-to-day -day life and help me cope I remember doing it three times uh, maybe I did it more uh, but then you know as I've said I became harsh and I really stopped doing that and so at 19 listening to Oprah hearing this woman say that I was like oh my god like I'm really going back on track you know and it felt so good and from that moment on I think I've kind of changed or I just added as I've said 
colors to my palette and I've really be and I've really been invested into personal development I would say at this point it was more personal development uh, and I really got interested into meditation when I arrived in New York City for my exchange semester because I, I am in a business school I'm still in business school today it's my last year of master's degree and in France you do five years straight of study so I'm 22 yeah I even forget my age um, and so I'm 22 I mean yeah and so I was 19 and in French business school most of the time you do exchange semesters where you go abroad for a semester or a year and I worked really hard to go to New York City I got a really good rank because I wanted to go to New York because a lot of reasons that we might get into at some point but so you know it was the dream to go and study in New York City and so I go to New York City, it's a dream, I love that city, but it's still the US and it's still a pretty bad healthcare system. <laughs> and so even though I had insurance through the school, uh, I did not want to see any doctor there. I did not want to be, like I did not want an ounce of illness in my body while I was in New York City because no way, like not even going to CVS to buy drugs. Or, like, I, I, like I love New York City. But I did not trust the health, anything relating to health there. I was like, let's stay away from there. And so I remember I, I was feeling my tonsils one day getting swollen up. And it's when you get, in French you say, in angine. I don't know how to say it in English, but it's it's not the flu. It's like, you know, you, you, your tonsil gets swollen up. You have like dots, uh, white dots that is like bacteria, I think on in your tonsils you can see them and it's you know it's swollen up it's so awful you know you cannot even eat you cannot even talk it happened to me just once but you know i was traumatized by experience by this experience and every time my tonsils my tonsils would hurt i would just uh, be so scared and so it started again in new york city at some point i think i arrived there in august and it started around september and i was like oh my god i cannot be ill like i cannot be ill and so I, you know, as I've said, this was, um, this was September and I started, you know, doing, going back on this track of spirituality and personal development in January. So I was still open to meditation. Let's say I would just sometimes put guided meditation on YouTube and listen to some stuff. And so I had put, um, on YouTube guided meditation healing and I listened to a 45 minutes guided meditation. It was pretty easy at the time. You just had to listen to the guy and he told you to lie down and to relax and relax and relax. And it was kind of a hypnosis guided meditation. And he was talking about the state of infancy, the state you are in your sleep, in your deep sleep, where your body regenerates and your body heals. And he's going to put you into that state through the meditation and all of that. And I was half believing it, half just doing it out of desperation. But I swear I did it and my left tonsil just felt so uh, like normal, so good. And it just started, uh, continued to hurt in my right tonsil. And then it and eventually uh, left and got away and I did not get this uh, awful illness. But this is when I started being like, oh, okay. You know, it was, it, I, I like that meditation. It really helped me. And so I'd like to maybe do like, I, I started, you know, wanting to do more of that. And I started like 
going to bed listening to guided meditation i still would not say i was really meditating because i would do it as a way to just go to sleep or relax but what really got me into the meditation game or made me think okay meditation is like something i have to check out i was still in new york so i really got into it and it was uh, through a hypnosis of Marisa Peer. So Marisa with one S and Peer, P-E-E-R. And she's, I think, the first psychiatrist, I would say, the first psychiatrist in the UK, or, you know, she proclaims herself to be that. I don't know if it's true, but I still really like her. And I encourage you to check her out, to check her YouTube channel, or at least, um at the time i knew about her she did not have that youtube channel and i think she has a lot of videos on there we like too much uh but listen to her lectures and kind of talks um i think she did them with mind valley and they're really good they are really really good uh and so i really liked her i really loved what she said she basically was saying you know uh, you can reconditioning could recondition uh, your life your body through uh, basically affirmations you know that's but the way she frames it it's just so pleasing i just was really receptive and so i really liked her voice and her ways of talking and her, you know what she was conveying so i saw a hypnosis that she uh would do and this hypnosis uh would be uh was in partnership with mind valley i don't know if you know mind valley it's like a spiritual platform and i feel like you know this is my personal opinion but they make you pay hundreds hundreds of dollars euros for their programs and and, and they're like yeah you know it's 60 percent off so it's only 300 dollars like what the fuck like 60 percent of 300 like this is way too much but um <laughs> But you know, if you know, if you want to do it, it's totally fine. And I'm sure, I'm sure that it's not um, a scam. Like you, you, you will actually be impacted by it, in, impacted by it. But I feel like you don't have to put that much money, because in the end, you know, you are the one who's gonna make the change. And you know, you you have all the keys in mind. They're just gonna put some kind of universal truth into a form that you can understand. But you know, you can find find it. You know, with the internet, you can find it everywhere. No, not way for free but i still like their content i love their um the talks they have they have a great podcast that i encourage you to check out because you know what they are doing is really cool and all their free stuff i encourage you to uh, dive into it but if it's paying i don't know how many hundreds of euros i don't feel like it's worth it but so maris appear did a program with them where you had to pay a lot of money to do the program but, uh, but they did one part of the program for free you know like a trial and i was like okay i love marissa pierre let's do it and it was about on blocks and she would do hypnosis on you to remove some of the blocks you can have and the first and only free uh video of this program was removing money blocks blocks regarding uh you getting money and you know you know yeah blocks relating to money and I was like, okay, I don't think I have any blocks regarding money. I'm not rich, but I'm not poor at all. My my parents are doing fine. Uh, I'm in New York City, you know, even though it's an expensive city. Oh my God. You know, I'm still doing okay. Uh, but, you know, let's do it. Let's, let's do Marisa Pierre hypnosis. And so 
I listen, you know, at first she talks, she talks about some stuff, and then she gets into the hypnosis. And I got into the hypnosis without any expectation, without wanting nothing out of it, just, I was just having a great time listening to Marisa Peer in New York City, you know, this was her dream. <laughs> and so I listened to the hypnosis, and so she puts you in the state, and then she starts saying, in three, two, one, you have that memory that created you, this plug that you have toward money you have this memory comes up in your mind and you're there and you see and you can feel and you can smell and everything she like really puts you into it and when she said one two three you are there boom the mem a memory came back and i was so shocked because i did not expect that i never had really done a hypnosis before you know except when i talked about the guy who was like doing guided meditation hypnosis healing but it was just about relaxing more but there you know uh the memory came back and i remember i was very young i was maybe six or seven and I, we were at carrefour which is like tesco it's like a supermarket and um we were there and um and i yeah and i wanted to buy pokemon cards Pokemon cards because I love Pokemon. I think I still do like Pokemon. I don't play anymore, but I think it's pretty dope. And so I wanted to buy Pokemon cards. And my mom, she was like, okay, Ryan, I'm gonna buy you those cards, but I cannot buy you whatever you want because you have to be very careful with your money. When you have money, you have to save it and spend just a little. So right now I'm buying you those Pokemon cards, but I cannot buy you any uh, everything that you want because you will not have any money anymore. You, you have to really be careful with your money and save it. And I remember this and I was like, oh my God, yes. It created something in me, it created a blockage towards money. You know, and of course my mom, she was doing a, you know, a great job at parenting me. She was trying to educate her child, you know, into not spending too much money, which is very normal. But as a kid, you take, things very differently and now that i know really my mother and know more about that stuff i i know why i interpreted this interpret interpret pray oh my god interpreted it you know you know the word i'm trying to say but you know why i got that information from her this way and why i uh, understood it that way and it was really you know i am gonna be scared about money if i spend money i'm not gonna have money anymore and i developed this blockage about money that I was so unconscious. I did not think I had any blockage towards money whatsoever. And this blockage towards money got created of uh, me, uh, yeah, being scared to spend, being scared to not have enough money. So, you know, you know, that's how things start to create and things start to repeat from a generation to a generation is that you know, oh, I got scared because I was not gonna have any money. And so there's a possibility that you don't have any money, you know? And so those blockages came back to the surface when I did the hypnosis and it was amazing because I could dissociate immediately with that feeling. And I was like, oh, but this is my mom's. She has put that onto me. You know, she has put her fear because my mom, she was very poor when she was, uh, younger she you know they had like i could do also a whole podcast on their life which is very inspiring but you know she was very poor when she was younger and so you know she had that fear about money and she put it onto me but i did not ask for that you know this is her you know i was not born with that this is 
trauma that she passed on to me and you know and i realized that and i was like immediately healed i was like this is not mine this is not mine and so i swear after that hypnosis and until this day i feel like i'm rich i'm not rich at all but i have whatever i want all the time uh, uh well of course i'd like a 10 million penthouse in new york city it still has not happened but uh, but you know I, I mean i and it's that it's like yeah i'd like a 10 million penthouse but if i have a small apartment i'm actually you know in in the countryside i'm totally fine with it too it's like i don't know it has lifted off something of my shoulders uh and it's like a sustainable change you know to this day i still feel like i feel great about money even though i'm not actually rich i just feel like i'm rich and i feel so great about it and so this experience with hypnosis made me realize when you calm your mind you know because she was just talking she didn't give me a drug or something you know for that to happen it was just my brain potential to go back and recover a memory that i think you know i could not remember you know that i think i had lost and you know that you know in my body my brain knew how to associate what happened there with a blockage today with money i it was so unconscious i had no idea uh, i forgot about that scene i forgot about me wanting pokemon cards at carrefour and so that's how i really started thinking okay you can actually uh, like calm your mind get into a trend state and access deep parts of your brain deep parts of yourself uh, for the better you know to help you in your life and this really has put me on the track of meditation this has really gotten me like oh okay there is more to life there is more to it you can use it to remember stuff so you know what else can you use meditation for you know what else can you use your brain for or your consciousness for and so I, and then you know i got into some other stuff that i think i'll <laughs> keep another episode for uh but this hypnosis really got me into it and you know since then i've had amazing experiences with meditation uh you know so after new york i went back th- for three months in france because you know this was the program of my school uh and then i had to find a four to five month internship and i wanted to uh, go abroad again and you know i had a friend that she was studying barcelona i met her in new york she was like come to your internship in barcelona you want to do a marketing internship so barcelona you know it's really great for marketing go there so i went back three months to france and i found an internship in barcelona so i went to spain there i've had amazing life lessons that i will also deal with and this is more relating to love and sex and <laughs> you know some other type of stuff uh but I've had also some great meditations, great spiritual and personal development. Like I remember relating to love and sex, uh, more love. Um, I was talking with a friend and she was like, oh, but like, don't you want, because I was very much having my sexual, like period, let's say, uh, not period, it doesn't sound like a, it's like menstruation, no. I was having like this uh, time of just very, you know, like very um, active sexuality where I would have sex with different guys. Uh, but I was still looking for like a serious relationship. 
and I wanted a guy, you know, who would be so, uh, you know, I wanted the romance, and you know, he would protect me, and I like he would love me and everything. And um, I was talking with a friend about that, and uh, she was like, "But don't you want to meet like a boyfriend and like have a serious relationship?" And like, that's what I would love to have, uh, you know, someone to talk to, someone to take care of you. Uh, and so that night I did a meditation and the meditation was just about the life you want to have it was still like a random YouTube meditation and in that meditation I realized and this is how you know this is why it's so important to get your mind into a calm state is because I got my mind into a calm state all these brain waves that are so active during the day you just calm them down and there is another part of your brain that is getting active and it's more like the dreaming part of the brain the more unconscious part of the brain and you get some call them download of information that just pop up in your mind and you're like oh so this is what actually i want or this is why i'm feeling this way or you just get answers basically and in that meditation i realized that the conscious ryan thought that he wanted a guy to take care of him and love him and everything but the unconscious ryan realized that he wanted someone to love and this is you know i wanted to love a man because this would be revolutional in my life because of you know my experience with guys my experience with what i saw the man in my family to be i never allowed myself to consider men as actually a trust like I never really trusted men you know actually uh, and I've always put more of my faith and more of my trust into women because they were the people that showed me more um, that showed me more mercy more kindness more love more protection and so I've you know and I've journaled about it and I know I want to do a whole thing on that part because i think it's so important so primal for people so essential to hear that as well and it was kind of unconscious and through that meditation i realized oh but actually this you know i want to love a man this is what actually i want and this is what would be so tr tremendous and tr transformational in my life is if i actually love genuinely love a man and it's not him who is going to care for me it's me who is going to actually want to protect him and me who is actually want to take care of him and me who is actually want to you know cuddle him and everything and this is where very transformational and actually um even rotated my way of interacting with men and i was way less needy for love and i was way more um, comfortable and way more loving um so you know i'll get back to those bits in other episodes but this meditation allowed me to see that and so today I'm, med I'm meditating you know maybe 15 minutes in the morning and then 45 minutes during the day so it's maybe always one hour of meditation during the day and it can change you know sometimes i have a busy schedule sometimes i have more time so i can do even longer and so sorry i just barfed do you say barf <laughs> and so today i do joe dispensa meditation so joe dispensa joe is so j-o-e dispensa is d-i-s-p-e-n-z-z -Z -Z, yeah z-a 
um, and he's amazing. He's really about, you know, your mind can change everything in your life and you can have whatever you want in life, you can be and you can even heal your body through your mind. Um, I know it's a lot to digest and I fully understand if you're like, what the fuck is he talking about? Um, <laughs> you know, because it can be the case and, you know, this is totally normal, totally fine. And that's why I wanted to tell you how you should uh, start with your meditation journey because I think it should start with a spark of interest into you, into believing that you can change your life and you can be a creator in your life. You know, it has to start there to have that intention to wanting to do that. And that's why I would advise you to listen to Oprah's Super Soul podcast. Not the most recent videos. I haven't been on her podcast for a month, but last time I checked, there was a, a lot of podcasts that I, I think she, with COVID, she kind of stopped receiving people to talk to them. So she takes uh, some bits from the Oprah show and she also then interviewed a lot of celebrities like uh, Michelle Obama, Lady Gaga, maybe Dwayne Johnson and stuff like that. And you know, they might be great. I have not listened to those. I have listened to the shows, but not the celebrities podcast. But this is not the one I would advise, the ones I would advise you to listen to. I would advise you to really go back to the first ones. And I mean, there, there are a lot, there are maybe hundreds of those first episodes, let's say where she talks to Maya Angelou, she talks to Ian Lavenzan, she talks to um, Cheryl, the one that talks about vulnerability, if you ever heard of her. Um, she talks to people who really dedicate, you know, kind of their craft, their work to um, this kind of personal development or spirituality. You know, there is this woman that lost her children and her husband in a fire. You know, how does she feel now? You know, I think it's so helpful to listen to people that are so way less unfortunate than you because then your problems, they just become so little and you feel like, okay, if that person could do that, I can of course do it. You know, when I have an interview and I feel so stressed, I listen to like the most horrible stories where people just then rise through the challenge and they are now at the top of their life, you know, and at the top of their life maybe just means that they feel so great. And it helps me, really helps me. So I invite you to do that. I invite you to start with those podcasts or Mind Valley podcasts, just to get interested and then to start with small meditations, small meditations you find on YouTube, just to kind of see what you like, you know, there you can write guided meditation for sleep, guided meditation for love, guided meditation for confidence. You'll find tons of meditation. And uh, then you'll start, I think, to build up with the podcast and with the meditation. The small meditation, just interest. Maybe this whole process can take a week. For me, this process took two years because I, was, I just loved listening to the podcast and I just loved doing some meditation here and there. You know, it was enough for me. Now that I've discovered Jody Spencer, I'm like, yeah, I have to meditate every day. Um, and then, uh, I, oh yeah, I would also advise you to watch the documentary Heal. So Heal, you know, yeah, Heal, H-A-A-L, um, on Netflix. It was on Netflix the last time I checked, uh, but you know, they sometimes remove some stuff because of legal rights. Um, but this is also a great, I think, stuff to open your mind. And then I would advise you to listen to Nassim Haramein. This is like 
the, the path I'm giving is if you want to go towards Joe Dispenza, maybe you can directly go to Joe Dispenza as well, of course. But it's just if you feel like you're not really convinced about all that stuff, this is the route I think you should take. Because if you had told me at 18, you know, oh, you can heal your mind with the body and everything, I was like, this guy is mental. Um, <laughs> or not. Well, yeah, I would have been maybe that judgmental. Not today, but at the time, yes. And so... And so, yeah, check out Nassim Haramein because he is going to introduce some concept that Joe Dispenza refers to, but I don't think that he doesn't dive into it enough for you to really grasp it. And Nassim Haramein is a physicist, you know, quantum physicist. I don't know if you heard about those terms that, you know, people say it's very new agey, very, I don't know, very out there, very woo woo. <laughs> But I feel like he's just awesome. And he and he actually gets recognized by the physicist and the peer-reviewed art. You know, he has the peer-reviewed articles and everything. Like, he's legit. And I think that it's nice to listen to what he has to say. And it really prepares you to fully understand Joe Dispenza. And Joe Dispenza, I think this is amazing. And once, you know, you are open to Joe Dispenza, I feel like you, you kind of have unlocked something for life for life <laughs> you have unlocked like an interest a cheat code you know the, the the cheat code you used in the sims to have the money unlimited money you know it's basically that uh, you just have whatever you want uh, you just feel great all the time you know it's it's not about also you know you can also get external things to that but it's also about feeling great you know that's how it will come and there are tons of joe dispenza testimonials on youtube where um, where people talk about how they healed from cancer, where they, they manifested that. And I know, I don't know, who, actually, I don't know who is going to listen to what I'm saying. And I don't know if uh, you are, uh, you know, receptive to what I'm saying. And, you know, when you maybe hear me say they healed from cancer or they manifested that, you must think, what the fuck? <laughs> but I swear if you just get a little bit interested I mean if you are maybe you're not and you know maybe it's because it's not supposed to be your life's path life path let's say it's totally fine uh, but if you are interested I swear that if you get let's say educated on those type of stuff it might it won't uh, seem so out there and you will feel like oh, okay this is real and um i wanna you know i so i think i'm gonna stop the episode very soon because i feel like i've talked for a very long time it's currently 1 a.m um and i started recording around 11:30, but i stopped a little bit sometimes to put a background music for me it puts me in the mood um so if it's long, I, I wanted to say some other things, some other stuff, but it's just uh, too too long right now and I will keep it for another time. I wanted to give some advice on why, uh, you know, how meditation can help you really not think from your past to break some patterns in your life. Uh, but I'll keep it for another time and I think I'll make a very short practical episode on that so you can listen, listen to it on the go. Um, but yeah, Joe Dispenza, he's really the goat, he's really amazing, and you'll see 
or just watch some testimonials maybe you can just directly go to Joe Dispenza you know if you like it but I feel like it's great to start a little bit with Oprah's podcast and then see how you feel with the you know uh, like he- uh, Headspace if you have Netflix Headspace they've done a great series on meditation it's really nice you can also get started with it and then to Joe Dispenza uh, I uh, really encourage you to check out Joe Dispenza's work it's uh, really great and do not hesitate if you have any question to hit me up in my personal Instagram account I will put it in my description um, so this is why I think you should meditate and put yourself into a calm mind state it's to access those unconscious patterns those unconscious thoughts and traumas you know that may be affecting you without knowing it without you knowing it and i feel like it's the only way for you it's not the only way but it's the most accessible way that do not rely on external things uh, for you to access those unconscious behaviors and for you to change them you know once you are aware of them ugh, like 90 of the work is done uh, and then it's just about shutting that voice in your head that tells you that you know that voice in your head that makes you associated with that thing you know and as i was saying with the example of my mom you know i immediately stopped being associated with it so associated with this being scared of money i remember like how it was hers and how she was she gave it on to me and i think for most of our lives all of our fear all of our anxiety of course sometimes it can you know uh, happen uh, i don't know in some weird circumstances weird circumstances But I think that most of the time it's through education and the process of socialization uh, where, you know, our parents, they're actually just kids. They were kids, you know, they look like adults, but they are still uh, kids with traumas from the past. And so it's kids raising kids. And so, you know, we think that they're right on some stuff. And so we listen to them and then we imprint you know when you're a kid you're just here to learn everything and get used to this life and so you you take everything on and you take the bad things and the wrong things and what the amazing thing is is that when you grow up you can change you know you can keep the great things and you can remove and let go of the all the bad things that happened uh, for the better and i remember i said someone saying that adulthood was when you were dealing with what had happened in your childhood and i feel like i've said it in a very not sexy way or like very not inspirational way but <laughs> i'll try to find the quote again and it was i think on oprah's personal podcast so if you watch that episode you know tell me which episode it was i'd like to find it again so this is all for today or tonight uh i'm gonna finish it Uh, I'm gonna finish the episode there. Thank you so much for listening. Maybe it's actually just three of my friends listening, but it just, I don't know, and for me it's therapeutic. And then I'm gonna have to listen to myself to cut some bits of the audio and everything. And I do not want to hear myself, but this is also something I'm gonna work on. You know, hearing yourself on the, an audio, you just want to like open your veins. No, I'm kidding. But you know it's ugh, it's a lot uh but I, i'm up for the challenge i want to love myself in every way even my voice so let's do it 
thank you again so much and do not hesitate to hit me up on Instagram just to tell me if you liked it, if you did not like it and if you have advice for me to even improve what I say. So have an amazing night, an amazing day if it's actually daytime for you and um, I'm really here for you guys, you know, I love you guys. Um, yeah, see you guys. <laughs>